Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever, however, and whenever you're listening. Welcome to another episode of The Melanin Report. I'm your host, Marquise Lupton, and we have another dope jam-packed show for you today. It's Wednesday, so you know we have a great interview lined up for you. Today we have Ethan A. Poetic, The Walking Miracle. Why do we call him The Walking Miracle? Well, you have to tune in and see why. Also, if you haven't had the chance to listen to part one of this week's podcast with Dr. Kamika Campbell discussing our top five curated stories of the week, then I have only one question for you, friend. Why? <laughs> Again, our guest today is walking miracle Ethan A. Poetic. Ethan, how you doing? Thank you very much. I appreciate this invite and this opportunity. Yeah, man. Yeah, so... um, so. Before we get into uh, the name change, because I just did um, tease that, what have you been up to lately? Because, man, you have been hitting the ground running. I got featured in two magazines recently, Voyage Magazine, uh, Voyage, I should just call it Voyage Phoenix Magazine on the West Coast, and Boat Journey Magazine. They're independent uh, newspapers, mm-hmm. I mean, not, not, not newspapers, magazines. Mm-hmm. Uh, next month, I'll be recognized at Capitol Hill by Izzy Smith Oydell. Yeah. For my proud achievements, being an inspiration, and much more. My sister had a son, so I'm, I have a nephew now. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've been hitting the ground running with a lot of uh, podcast interviews mm-hmm. from my home, basically. I do it from my laptop. We either use the StreamYard, Zoom, or sometimes it's just more of a call-in. Mm-hmm. I've done interviews, do podcasts in Canada, wow. down south, the East Coast, Midwest, West Coast. I, I'm just I'm just putting myself out there, you know, just opportunities, and I'm just thankful, you know, some people give me that their their time, yeah, their resources, and continue to grow i've been attending a lot of uh back to school events Mm -hmm. where i get to catch up with some of the kids at the mix the boys and girls club then there's also national and out i got to see a lot of kids there i went to i went to just about every one of them (laughs) within within a two-hour time period just timing it and piecing everything together yeah doing my speaking engagements i did one yesterday out in new holland it was like independent youth group. Oh, nice. Uh, I was also involved with two basketball camps where we're teaching life skills. One at Reading, mm-hmm. PA, through Coach Perez, also known as Coach P. He is a two-time PIAA state championship winner yeah. for the Reading Red Knights. Also, I did a speaking engagement at, it's in northbound New Jersey. The place is called Robert Morris elementary or middle school we were teaching life skills through there as well and it was just great to catch up with some of these adults the parents the kids during the summer because i've been really busy i've I've been more busy this summer than last summer Mm -hmm. and of course you know i have the audio version of my book coming out soon all right and it it's gonna be real deep because you get to hear it from me personally where i'm speaking everything in, in first, second, sometimes third person. Mm. I've uh, also attended my cousin's wedding at Marbury Art Studio there in Lancaster, PA. Yeah. It was a wonderful wedding, authentic. The food was on point. The guests were family members I was seeing for the first time, some pe- other people for the second time. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man, that sounds great. So, so um, uh, for those that 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 may have um, just tuned in to this uh, um, podcast or that may not know your your backstory, um, can can you go into a brief detail because we're going to uh, get into it on the back end here? Um, can you go in into a brief detail what makes you and your story so phenomenal? Uh, 12 years ago, I was involved in a near-field car accident with an 18-wheeler where I had a 99% chance of death versus 1% chance of life. Can you imagine the cops being called in direct traffic five miles each way being backed up? Mm. Can you imagine bringing out the yellow tape to taper off the area for investigation? Can you imagine the fire department using the jaws of life cutting the car in half? And then the ambulance people putting their fingers on my on my neck to see if I have a pulse or any blood flow. Hmm. Then they got to put a neck brace on me. Then they got to put me on the stretcher. And where this is taking place in Paradise, Pennsylvania, and the nearest hospital is Lancaster General, I should have died within three to five minutes of internal bleeding due to an aorta, aorta tear. Hmm. But for some reason, it just didn't go down like that. This doctor was called... He had to leave his family right away, go to Lancaster General Hospital. His name is Dr. Watella. And they still did the emergency surgery, even though it was high risk, because I should have died of internal bleeding within three to five minutes, but it just wasn't going down like that. Yeah. So they did the emergency surgery, and one of the women thought I died on the operating table once the surgery was done. Mm. She cried really hard and they wanted to play this out to see if I wake up or not yeah and uh and next thing you know I wake up two times one in a cloud nine state several days later Mm -hmm. and one in a more conscious state and that's when I became declared a walking living miracle with a woman at the door crying tears of joy oh wow 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 now, now we'll get into more more of that because that's that's an amazing feat. That is an amazing story. Uh, I'm glad that you're here with us today to talk to us about that. But you have been doing so much more since then. Uh, you said that 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 was 12 years ago, um, and you have been doing so much more since then. So uh, take take us through some of your accomplishments uh since since you have been declared this walking miracle i got my driver's license and one of the first cars i got was a 95 for a tourist you got your you got your driver's license that's amazing that's amazing what else and then after a while it's time to upgrade i had help from this woman named melissa to go to apple honda of york and when I test drive this car, I knew I wanted it. And then when I got out, she said, what type of car do you want? I said, I want that Honda Civic 2016 four-door sedan right mm-hmm. out the showroom. And she brought out her cell phone, started taking pictures of me inside the car and getting outside the car. <laughs> she put me on blast in a good way to yeah. her, all her friends and everybody. I didn't want to put down social media because I want to appear like I'm an Uber or Lyft or a cab driver. <laughs> And then eventually I ended up uh, going to college at Hat, graduated from there December 2017, mm-hmm. graduated from Mills University December 2020 in nice. the midst of COVID. I was recognized by both the Republicans 
and Democrats, not, not about politics, for being a positive influence in America. Yeah. I was also uh, a recipient of a proclamation declaration from Lancaster City Council and Mayor Janine Sirachi. It was Janet Diaz who made sure it was on the agenda mm. all year round to make sure I got recognized. And while that was going down, John Walk, the LNP writer for Lancaster Newspaper, mm-hmm. he was in there listening, taking notes when we heard about my story in a briefer, briefer version. And then I'm at Chester High School. They just beat a Westchester area high school for the District 1 championship. Mm-hmm. He sends me a text saying, I want to interview for the story, a follow-up story. And that was one of the most intense interviews I've ever had. Mm. And then I ended up getting featured on the front page of the Lancaster newspaper April 1st, 2021. Nice. Yeah, I thought the next day or the day of when I got featured on the front page and there was over a 1,000 shares on Facebook, I thought I was going to need a police escort to work. <laughs> and then I got featured on WGAL, mm-hmm. interviewed by Barbara Barb. That was more of a relaxed interview. Then I also, you know, what else did I do? I ended up going out to East several times over. Yeah. And you also um, had a name change as well. What uh, what was that about? I realized since my last name, Vaughn, didn't belong to me. Mm. It belonged going back to the German slave masters, going back to Cambridge, Maryland, Churchill, Maryland, on my grandfather's side of the family. I realized, why should I take the name of a slave master when he never gave my ancestors or the descendants reparations and apology and free land and benefits for all that all those years of free labor where there was no federal laws, state regulations, and everything else. And I ended up changing my last name in the summer of 2020-21 to Poetic because it's creative. Mm authentic it matches my purpose it matches my gifts it matches who i am at my core Mm -hmm. and and this uh this name change now what what sparked it was it um were you on a family journey were you watching something on on tv what was it that that sparked this uh name change it's just when i was going through that recovery process and i had all that downtime it was just start looking at life differently. Mm. And I was just like, wow, like, like, I can't be there. I can't be outside as much. Mm-hmm. And then when I finally am outside, it was like a, a breath of fresh air being a productive member of society after going through rehab. Yeah. And I just remember, I just remember this one woman, her name is, I'll say abbreviated version of her name, Jen. She had, you know, toyed with the name Ethan Poetic, she mentioned on Facebook on my wall. Mm-hmm. She said she liked some of my poems that I was posting because it made sense and related to her. Yeah. So that just kind of stayed with me at heart and in my mind. And then I realized that's going to be my new last name. I still kept my first and my middle name mm-hmm. because that's that's more authentic. And that was my mom's choice. Yeah. The last name Vaughn does go back to her because it was given to her by her parents and from her dad, who's originally from Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did get the blessing from my grandma before she passed away. Oh, nice. Because she was uh, the matriarch of the family, yes. lived on to her 90s till 
you know, she did pass away, and I was one of the pallbearers. It, it was, you know, uh, a genuine conversation with her, mm-hmm. and she appreciated me coming to visit her. More often than not, I made the time. I didn't make excuses. Nice. Lovely. Lovely. So with with the name change, did did you choose Poetic because of um, that Facebook post, or, or was it the Facebook post kind of had you think, you know what, if I would change my name, I would change it to Poetic? I'll say it's a combination of both. Mm-hmm. It's just that idea just st- stood out when I was doing this thought, thought process. Yeah. Then I also look at Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X, and they got rid of their their former last names because they did a self-discovery of family history. And not too many people are willing to let go of a last name that doesn't even belong to them, legally or biologically. The reason why certain last names that were given to them is because most Europeans were giving African-Americans slaves their last name, consider them as property, less than, and I am not none of those. Yeah. I am a lot of things positive, but I am not less than as I continue to grow. And then I'm also thinking about how I stand out for stepping outside my comfort zone and doing it, even though I didn't talk it over my parents. Yeah. Yeah. Just to let just to let you know, uh, the inspirational story of Ethan A. Poetic is available now uh, at at what your local bookstore. Uh, where where could folks get this book at right now? Well, let's see. That's there's print on demand through Amazon, Kobo, Barnes and Noble, Target, all major platforms. I have a distribution deal with Ingram Spark. I'm sub publisher. There's also the Red Rose Bookstore down in downtown Lancaster on North Prince Street, right next to Prince Street Cafe. Or you can buy the book directly from me, where I'll sign it, autograph it. You send either your P.O. box or mailing address, and you just got to pay me through Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, or Zelle. Once I get that, I can process everything. And then once I get the tracking number, I'll send that to you. That way we both know where it's going within the next 48 hours to your location. I remember my cousin ordered the book for me directly and my book, he lives, you know, far away in Hawaii. My book went through customs. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. They had a nice time looking through it. And also, you know, my book's available as a soft cover, hardcover laminated case, mm. the ebook, and again, that audio version, that book's going to be coming out hopefully this fall, maybe early winter. That is that is dope. So, can you uh, first of all, congratulations on the book. This is this is amazing. Can you tell everyone and myself just some brief components that are in the book as a as a little tease? Uh, I'll give you the names of the chapters. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. I gotta get through all these pages. <laughs> all of the thank yous and the four words. And, yeah, I and got, so forth. Yeah, eight four words because my story is unique. Yeah. My book is not going to be no teaser. It's it's I put my all into it. Yeah. And you know, I value myself and people have to value my book and stop asking for freebies. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone. I hope you heard that loud and clear. Give this man his money and stop asking for freebies. So, what you got for us as uh, some of the uh, chapter titles? I have start first to start us with four words. 
the author's preface intro. Then the first chapter is my upbringing in a single parent household. Man, chapter two, men leaving me. Mm. Chapter three, Lancaster, PA. Chapter four, finding God. Chapter five, car accident recovery. The day my life changed forever. Mm. Chapter six, homelessness. Chapter seven, further my education. Chapter eight, breaking the cycle. Chapter nine, clarity. Chapter 10, blessings, awards, and interviews. Chapter 11, Randy M. Vaughn. Chapter 12, my path with poetry. Chapter 13, acknowledgments, thanks, appreciations, and recognitions. Afterwards, it's appendix of author's bio. Afterward, Coastville's facts and notable people. Okay, so was there, I mean, outside of the obvious, you know, was there a specific event or or idea that sparked uh, you to write this book? I was encouraged by the Veronis family in the spring of 2020, right after I passed that semester of college. Mm-hmm. We were having lunch outside, and then one person mentioned, Ethan should write a book. And then another one agreed, and another person agreed. I'm like, do I really want to step outside my comfort zone all over again? <laughs> And I realized the key to a man's heart is to his stomach, and they kept feeding me. <laughs> and eventually I had to say yes and get, get everything started. Oh, uh, persuasion through pizza. I, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So um, do you uh, ha- have any favorite authors or literary influences uh, that helped you shape your writing style for this? It's a combination of a lot of things. Uh, you know, I read my title of the book. It's called The Inspirational Story of Ethan A. Poetic. Chronicles of Adversities, Education, Sports, Relationships, and Resiliency. You know, my story can relate to Michael Orr, Mm. uh, The Blind Side. My story can relate to Homeless to Harvard. My story can relate to Marion Jones, The Track and Field, and former WNBA professional athlete. Yeah. I can I can also mention D.I. Sanders, his book, Barry Sanders, and then of course myself. Uh, my book, I decided to just realize, okay, my story is the main course, but I need some side dishes to accompany it. Then yeah. I also need dessert. Yeah, yeah. And I also need some appetizers. So I decided to make my book in d- several different layers. That's why those chapters have different viewpoints. But it all comes together collectively because it centers back to me and goes back to the heart of the Chronicles. Yeah. Yeah. So so are there any underlining messages or themes you hope readers will take away from your book? You can go. I'll put it to you like this. My book can be used as a tool in professional development. My book can be used for the juveniles at risk or youth inside the city or outside the city, school districts, public school, private school, Catholic schools, you name it, where they can see someone who represents progress, a person who overcame a near-fatal car accident, and it's not to mean people that you know that not only is not addicted to any of those drugs yeah. with this epi- opioid, opioid epidemic, but does have see someone graduate college twice. Yeah. So uh, let's let's put a um a pause right there. You brought up opioids. Were you given any opioids? Yes. 
because I had suffered a lot of massive pain, mm-hmm. blood loss. There was also the concussions where mm-hmm. I used to be sensitive to light. Mm-hmm. I had to start all over with uh, speech, physical, everything. It's just when you have everything taken away from you, set that 1%, mm-hmm. it's pretty much like you overcome. I overcome death and you look at me now, there's not much that can stop me because yeah. similar to 50 Cent, he overcame death with several bullets inside of him, and it just wasn't his time, just like it wasn't my time. Yeah, so so you you literally, like literally overcame death. Like you 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 flatlined and then you came back. Yes, yeah, I could say that. It's just a situation where it happened. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not making this up. You can you can Google my name. You you you, you can see the car cut in half. Mm. You can see the debris. You can see how focused the camera is on what left on what's left of the car. Yeah. Let alone a tire wheel that's like spun over. And then there's other people in the backstory of my uh, recovery, like my aunt, my two cousins, and my uncle. Unfortunately, two people passed away. And, you know, I wasn't there to make it to their funerals because I just wasn't in no positions. Yeah. So moving forward, you know, I may be the face of that situation, but we're, but it's not it's not just me up here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the key thing is I want everybody to understand is that you could, ever, you could turn your hardships and adversities, your traumas and wounds and scars into your advantage. Yeah. For example... When I was in college, I saw people who had certain diagnosis and they were able to get special accommodations and turn that to their advantage, regardless of sight problems, mm-hmm. hearing, or ADHD, or ADHD, or maybe autism, or walking a certain way. It's like the best way I can explain is basically you don't have to be the first person to cross the finish line. Cause we're all going at different paces in the game of life. Yeah. What matters is that you do what it takes to cross the finish line. I remember seeing uh, Track United help kids with certain uh, diagnoses. Uh, this called the Special Olympics. They were doing what it takes to cross the finish line for sprinting, jumping, running, throwing. It shows you can't limit yourself. You can't look down on somebody. All you got to do is put your hand out there and give someone some help, just like help was given to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, we have a, a, about two minutes here left. Um, so is there anything uh, that, that you want to convey uh, to, to our, our audience? I know um, me, myself, I live by trust your dopeness trust that little voice inside that tells you that you can are there any life adages that you want to leave with our audience uh whatever you do don't invest more you can afford to lose Mm. Uh, learn how to take care of yourself your mental health uh be firm about your boundaries and when someone shows you who they are Believe them. Man, that's something that my grandmother told me, and I still, still live by that today. So, um, Ethan, um, uh, people people really want to know, and 
and myself. Um, uh, your your story it's very unique because, like you said, you had a ninety nine percent chance of death, a one percent chance of living. So when when you heard that 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 you had you had ninety nine a ninety nine percent chance, you know that's nine point nine out of ten of a chance of dying. You you beat well nine nine point zero percent chance of dying excuse me um when you heard that what were some of the first thoughts that went through your mind and then what were some of the immediate things you started to do after you could do i i originally when they finally did tell me that i was involved in a near field car accident i thought i was the only person who got hurt and then they broke down the other news of two people passing away and other people getting hurt and it it was just it became surreal. Like I thought it was a dream looking back, but that was not the case because a dream you can wake up from and say, I'm glad that's over. But in my situation, it was far from a dream. It was not over, and it just doesn't go away like that. Because when you have so much news, media, and radio coverage, and then there's posts on social media, it just does not go away. But eventually, I turned my adversities into my advantage by realizing I can overcome this, like how I overcame poverty, being in a single-parent household, having a strange relationship with my father, among other things. But eventually, you know, I'll say a higher calling helps out along the way, along with other people, because they saw me willing to do what it takes to come back from it. Yeah. I, I wasn't about speaking. I was about doing it because here I'm on a feeding tube wondering if I'm ever going to eat again, drink mm-hmm. again, be athletic. Because cause when that car accident happened, most of that recovery, the ambulance, the fire department, the police, the medical people at Lancaster General Hospital, Lancaster Rehabilitation, they didn't know who I was, but they still helped me. Yeah. Not only were they following their guidelines, protocols, they were going above and beyond. Uh, moving forward, if you want to contact me, my website is called ethanspeaks.com for keynote speaking events. And I mean serious inquiries, life coaching, poetry workshops. My social media handle is, let's see, on Facebook and LinkedIn, Ethan Poetic, E-T-H-A-N-P-O-E-T-I-C. For Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Ethan Poetic Twenty Three, E T H A N P O E T I C Twenty Three, and then I'm also on YouTube, Ethan Poetic, Twitter, Ethan V Twenty Three. All right, all right, Ethan. I would like to thank you for coming on the Melanin Report and letting us know about your story. And if you want, if you want to purchase Ethan's book, uh, there will be a link. In our comment section of our podcast, and it is the inspirational story of Ethan A. Poetic by Ethan A. Poetic. Ethan, again, like to thank you for coming to our studio. Hey, I like to thank you for the support and everything. Uh, when you purchase the book online, please leave our reviews and five stars. Yeah, you heard them. Leave them five stars like it was Uber. So, uh, folks, we are going to get to our music. You know how we like to conclude our show. This is The Melanin Report with Marquise Lupton.
yeah. Now let me see you. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, 30. I don't think you heard me. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, 30. I don't think you heard me. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, 30. I don't think you heard me. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, 30. Let me see you clap. Now let me see you bounce. Now let me see you clap. Now let me see you bounce. Now let me see freestyle. Oh yeah, we counting threes. Who wanna count with me? Oh yeah, we counting threes. Who wanna count with me? Oh yeah, we counting threes. Who wanna count with me? Oh yeah, we counting threes. Who wanna count with me? Let's go. Put your hands in the air, get up on your feet. Oh, yeah, we counting days. Now let me see you. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, 30. I don't think you heard me. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, 30. I don't think you heard me. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, 30. I don't think you heard me. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, 30. Let me see you clap. Now let me see you bounce. Now let me see you clap. Now let me see you bounce. Now let me see freestyle. Oh yeah, we counting threes. Who wanna count with me? Oh yeah, we counting threes. Who wanna count with me? Oh yeah, we counting threes. Who wanna count with me? Oh yeah, we counting threes. Who wanna count with me? Let's go. Put your hands in the air, get up on your feet. Oh yeah, we counting threes, we counting threes. Put your hands in the air, get up on your feet. Oh yeah, we counting threes, we counting threes. Oh yeah, we counting threes, we counting threes. Oh yeah, we counting threes, we counting threes. Oh yeah, we counting threes, we 